I think there's two things that pro golfers do really well. They hit the center of the face very, very repeatedly and regularly, and they usually don't have an issue hitting it high. So if you are a golfer who struggles with either consistency on hitting in the face with the long irons or getting it in the air, then a hybrid is a better option. For this is the Fitting Room Podcast with your hosts, Nate Adelman and AJ Volpel. Yo, what's going on, everyone? This is the Fitting Room Podcast. I am your host, AJ Volpel, alongside Nate Adelman, and we are here at the Callaway Podcast Studio. We are fresh. Nate, we are fresh off our live episode on SiriusXM PJ Tour Radio. I think it was our fourth or fifth time that we did it live. Uh, we got a ton of callers calling in, asking their fitting and equipment questions. It was so much fun. You were here in Carlsbad. I was actually in New York City at Sirius we XM did, headquarters. We didn't even tell the listeners that, and I no know. one seemed to notice. But, yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome. a pretty cool operation. I was sitting here, same yeah. seat I'm sitting right now. Yep. You were in New York. Yep. We had our producer in D.C. We had some producers. Right. We right. had we had Jeff here in the in the studio helping me here. Yep. You had Chris with you. I had Villardo with me. It was about a forty five person operation. <laughs> Listen, to, that's how many people you need to make us look good. You but, know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we got some pretty good feedback, and yep. uh, XM said they're going to have us back to do yeah, do baby. it again. Let's and it. Tyler, uh, who's yep. responsible for Tyler our relationship Sheen. with with XM, yep. he tells me that they're having a big negotiation for how the Callaway content is going to be. Uh, handled in 2018, Ooh. and he's looking to make us weekly. <laughs> Hello. Well, listen, Tyler is uh, one of our best promoters. Um, if this was like a show, if we were a rap group, he would just be on stage saying like the one word every like couple bars, you know, just yeah, like totally being the hype man. With the green hat. A hundred percent with the green hat, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was super fun. Um, but the best part about it is that, you know, we didn't get to answer everybody's questions because we got a ton of phone calls. Uh, so we asked them to go on the Callaway community and ask their questions. And guess what? They did. We promised to answer them on the next episode of The Fitting Room. Right. And that's what we're going to do, Yeah, Nate. so we, we, got a, we got a list of questions that, unfortunately, we couldn't get to on the air. Yep. No problem. We're going to answer them today. And to help us answer them, we got our main man and mailbag <laughs> expert extraordinaire, Mr. Steven Serena. Steven, you could, you could, oh no, you're not allowed to say anything yet because this yeah. is our intro. You're not allowed to speak during our intro. Nate will kill but you. <laughs> before we get to Steven. Oh yeah, Nate has, a, Nate has we, some sort of epiphany. Well, before we get to, to Steven, about. I wanted to discuss something with you. And I just wanted to kind of give you a glimpse into my mind. I'm going through a personal equipment. I'm not going to call it struggle, yeah. but an equipment exploration right now. Yeah, yeah. you're questioning. And typically, yeah, gotcha. typically these sort of things take up a lot of my share of mind. Mm -hmm. So I just want to get it out there. Uh, our listeners, you can let me know what you think. But mm -hmm. as you know, I'm a fairly low spin guy. I hit yeah. a pretty low spin off the tee. Uh, my irons are pretty low spin. So I've always played and preferred a higher spin golf ball. So uh, sometimes... Our book golf balls like the very very first Chrome Softs was very very low spin, right? Which is why a lot of people liked it, but yep. for me it was a little too low spin. In 15, right? The 2015 ball. Yeah, yeah. The, the OG Chrome Soft yep. we call it. Yep. Um, but uh, so I was thrilled when Chrome Soft X came out because it's a slightly higher spinning, spin. slightly slightly firmer, mm -hmm. um, and I like that. And yeah. I've been playing with the Chrome Soft X for a while, and uh, I really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. It. it uh, it, it spins great. I have no problems. I'm getting a little more yardage, too. It's wonderful. Um, 
last week, Ethan and I were playing in a in a tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, it was over. What kind of tournament was this? It was a Golf Channel Academy event. Oh, nice. Um, oh yeah, in uh, like in, Indiana. Or in something, Indiana, right? yeah, yeah, with Travis, Travis Fulton, Fulton yeah. good friend of Callaway, yeah, and it was a love that guy. fantastic event. And it was at Victoria National, which is an awesome, right? Awesome yeah, golf course. I heard. Also, a very difficult golf course. Yep. Uh, the first round, I played great. Uh, then that afternoon, they had not part of the tournament, but a scramble. Mm-hmm. And as you know, in a scramble, you swing away. Oh, hell and yeah. And you can get in trouble at that golf course. Right. And so I actually got in a little bit of trouble. I, I had brought about a dozen balls for two rounds, which usually is way, way more than enough. A dozen balls for how many rounds? Two. Oh, yeah. I, th- I, I mean, sure that's plenty, I, yeah. I would hope that'd be plenty, that, I figured I'll bring extra, <laughs> right? But, um, you know, getting aggressive in the afternoon with a little jet lag, a little tired, yeah. I ended up, you know, doing a lot of uh, golf ball seeding, if you will, yes. into the trees yes. over at Victoria that, National. We, that's Otson. That we it's, call that yeah, the Otson. The, yeah. yeah. It's not <laughs> the most forgiving golf course. So, anyway, by the end of the last day, I actually, like the last three holes, I ran out of golf balls. Mm-hmm. Okay? So... Uh, I I had you know planning ahead uh, just in case I pocketed a range ball or two. Oh my! Which God. is so low, you don't do that, right? But anyway, I figured you were one of those guys this whole time I've known you, <laughs> and now you've just well, confirmed it. So I I tip the range ball, and, e- right and Ethan now. gets really mad at me, <laughs> and so uh, he tosses me a chrome soft double dot, which I actually had not played that ball before. Yeah, this is the 18th hole. Okay, of the last day, mm-hmm. first shot I hit with chrome soft double dot. Hard number one handicap hole, I hit it 340, which is way downhill downwind. No, <laughs> it might have hit a like a little, like a little bump, pocket. a yeah. little bump. But yeah. honestly, longest drive of the week, straightest drive of the week, highest drive of the week. Mm. I was like 80 yards out on this like 450 yard hole or something. I murdered it. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, so that got me thinking. What if all this time, Chrome Soft X was not the right golf ball for me, or maybe. It's, it is a good golf ball for me, but maybe there's something better. Well, I, I realized that very quickly. I, I played Chrome Soft X right when it came out also. I really liked it, but I went back to Double Dot almost about a month afterward, yeah. and the Double Dot golf ball, I swear to God, Nate, it's so good. I can't. I love it. I, I can so, never switch. It's the ball for me. So here's the thing. Chrome Soft Double Dot, it flies a little higher, but less spin. Yep. Chrome Soft X, a little more penetrating, more spin. Yep. So I'm in the middle of this exploration process of will double dot spin enough that I can hit it straight. But sometimes when I miss, mm-hmm. it's like the high right yeah. where extra spin is actually bad because it makes it go more right. So anyway, I'm in the middle of this process. I'm, pl- I'm playing this weekend. All right. I'm going to tee up the double dot. Yeah. And I will report back. Well, report back. Because this is probably a struggle a lot of golfers go through. Yeah, absolutely. And what did you end up doing on the hole that you hit that 340-yard drive? Oh, a classic. This is my golf superpower, right? Monster drive, short iron or wedge in hand from a place most people have no business being. Hit it fat, chunked it. <laughs> Made a five so, or six. Yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah. It's all about the drive, though. It was a big drive. But uh, uh, anyway, yeah. So I'm going through this exploration process. I will report back next time to see how we played out. Uh, how it all played out. Yeah, I'm curious to know if any other golfers are kind of maybe noticed a trend like that um, where they tried X and or the other way around. You know, they're playing double dot and they maybe they didn't think X was for them, um, but then it, it really was. So uh, let us know what you guys think and let us know what you think of Nate's little epiphany he's he's uh, contemplating right now. But uh, um, uh, further ado, let's uh, take a really short break, like 10 seconds, and then get back with your questions uh, with our boy Steven, who's in studio with us. Uh, you're listening to The Fitting Room. 
Hey everyone, this is Nate from The Fitting Room. I wanted to let you guys know that I was able to trick our e-commerce team into creating a promo code for The Fitting Room Podcast. If you use promo code FITTINGROOM on CallawayGolf.com, you'll get free shipping on your entire order and 20% off anything in the Team Callaway collection. So head over to CallawayGolf.com and use promo code FITTINGROOM. All right, we are back with our boy Steven Sereno. Um, he's been on our show a bunch of times when we take the fitting room mailbag questions. Steven, are you excited to be back on the fitting room? Absolutely, guys. Thanks for the uh, call up to the big leagues yet again. Yeah, and right? we actually made sure uh, that Harry was in a different meeting so he couldn't pirate your seat this time. So <laughs> yeah. I think, I think oh, mailbag right. five, Steven got kicked out right yep. when we were about to start. So yeah. uh, we need we knew we needed you back, so we made sure. We took extra precaution. I, I appreciate that. The, Not much I can do uh, at that, that situation there. And, and the best part about this, um, we just had uh, our photographer, Chris Oxen, come in and take some photos of the three of us. But uh, Nate, uh, not Nate, I'm sorry. Steven is actually wearing the fitting room T-shirt. Woo! Yes. That's like, but is that, like, is that like going to a concert and wearing the band shirt? But like if you're not in, in the band, that's okay. <laughs> it's, it's okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like you being looks, in the band wearing the shirt. <laughs> it looks it looks good on you, Steven. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, a good, that's a good yeah. look in there, man. But um, all right, so let's get going. I know um, Nate's already wasted most of your time. So let's uh, <laughs> let's just kind of, let's get right going. Um, we have Alice three six seven. Alex, we're a big big fan of a Southern California boy. Um, he is wondering. Ready, Nate and Stephen? I'm, I'm ready. You guys got first dibs on this. All right. So he says he has a question about a trend that he's been seeing on tour with guys like Phil and Wesley Bryan going with Epic Epic Pro irons in the three and four iron slots. Usually, most amateurs, weekend golfers are told hybrids would be better options due to ease of forgiveness um, and the design over long irons. But is this a trend that might benefit amateurs as well? Could that technology that uh, Doc Allen Hocknell designed in the Epic Irons be just as forgiving as hybrids for amateurs who struggle with their current long iron hybrid setup? Which is a freaking great question, Alex. Thanks uh, very much for asking. Uh, Steven, let's go to you first. Man. Yeah, you this think? is this is a really good question, the question that I like. Um, so kind of from my personal experience, kind of going back to my Apex set when I had those in the bag, I actually played those as a split set. So I did a 3-4-5 in the Apex and then the 6 through pitch in the Pros. And um, guys ex- experimenting with this kind of setup with a 3 and 4 on in a different uh, model, if you will, that's maybe mm-hmm. a little bit more forgiving, I think is huge. Absolutely huge. Because uh, you get the benefits, you get the distance. Uh, and typically in those irons, you know, you 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 want to be, you want to get the ball high in the air. You want it to land soft. You want to get distance mm-hmm. out of it as well. So uh, I think, one, having a split set like that is good. Two, comparing it to hybrids, that's kind of a an animal of its own. Mm-hmm. Um, I think hybrids it, it kind of really depends on how you swing, but more importantly, what you're comfortable with. And it also depends on the gappings, too. Uh, typically, you should probably be able to hit your hybrids a little bit further than your longer irons mm-hmm. in a three and four com- you know, comparable set or makeup. Um, but it's dependent on kind of where you're at and what you're trying to achieve. But um, overall, having a more forgiving longer iron, I think, is a huge benefit, and it'll make the game that much easier. Wow. So, All right. I like fun that. Fact, the irons. Fun fact, Daniel Berger actually has a combo of three sets of irons in his a set of irons. So he has muscle backs, yep. like nine, nine in pitch or eight, nine pitch. Yep. 
Then he has like Apex Pro, mm -hmm. so it's like a cavity back blade yep. in the uh, I guess six seven eight, yep. or maybe five six seven. And then his three four is standard Apex. So he has like a full set. Now I think there's two things that pro golfers do really well. They hit the center of the face very very repeatedly and regularly, right. and they usually don't have an issue hitting it high. So if you are a golfer who struggles with either consistency on hitting in the face with the long irons or getting it in the air then a hybrid is a better option oh, for okay. guys like Phil and Wesley that those guys are, you know, hitting it at the size of a dime on the center of their face. They're looking for basically yardage control and a spin profile. So a hybrid likely spins too much. Yeah. So if you're spinning your hybrids too much and you hit, hit it in the center of the face, then I think it's good to go with the long irons as irons. But I think you have to look at it on, uh, you have to keep in mind that these guys are insanely good right. at, at golf. So, Right. Um, it certainly can and combo sets I am a huge fan of as well um, but you just have to look at how you hit your long irons hey by the way shout out to Doc Hawk with those epic irons hmm. uh, I got the epic pros in the bag and oh, nice. I'll just say Vista Valley number four I think it's a <laughs> 430 yard par four four iron seven iron so thank you so that a boy that a boy all right cool let's uh, let's move right along we have Pat H33 will Callaway be offering the new project X even flow shaft? As a custom option when they are released, I have your Epic driver with the LZ50 shaft and Epic irons with the LZ95 shafts. I'm looking to get your Epic hybrid and would love to get get it with a shaft with close to the same feel as the LZ shafts. The Evenflow blue appears to be a good match for what I am looking for. So, gentlemen, are we going to be offering that, Nate? You're pointing that to is, yourself. You want to answer it? That what do you is got? a good question. Mostly because I already researched the answer. Ooh. Uh, indeed, yes. Wow. Uh, there you go. Yes. Patty H. Uh, we, ha we have already been in talks with True Temper. Cool. And the Even Flow Blue will be offered in 2018. Fun fact. Fun fact, gentlemen. Fun fact. I stole, not stole, I asked them, um, an Even Flow flu uh, Blue Shaft. <laughs> out of uh, Dave Neville, Yo D Nev's office, and played with it uh, when I was back on the East Coast last week. Um, I liked it. I thought it was awesome. I was playing the Aldo La Rogue Max 65S um, and, and, and used the even flow. And I'll tell you what, I was kind of launching it a little bit higher. Nice. Um, it was it was extra stiff shaft, so I think that's kind of had something to do with it, but it was fun. I hit a lot of fairways. Excellent. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, so good question there, Patty H. So, yes, the answer is 2018. You'll be in good shape. Um, all right, Stump Nav. He's a college recruit, and he has a question for both of you guys. If I go with a split set of Apex and Apex Pro, what is the best way to decide where to split them? And due to the distance differences between the sets, how do I go about gapping correctly? Uh, Steven, what do you say, bud? This is uh, another good question. So I believe, Steven, you've done this yourself. I've, I've done this, yeah, going back to the answer <laughs> yeah, that right, I had, had put out there. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to do it a little bit differently. I knew that there was going to be a bigger gap between my 3, 4, 5 versus my 6 through pitch, and I wanted that because, for me, I knew that I wanted to hit my long irons as long as I could, and really the scoring irons, the 6 through pitch, were the ones that I could control. Yeah. By our standards, Callaway standards, I believe the split's at the seven. six, right? Or the seven? I think it's it seven. It splits between seven and eight, right. the standard one. So right. seven and eight. So there's a couple different ways to go about it. Um, but I would say it's kind of knowing what you need. And then our custom department can literally build, uh, bend to almost any spec. So yeah. I my current set of irons still remains my split set of Apex. 
and I chose to split mine between the six and the seven. Mm. And the reason is because I looked at what is the yardage at which I really just want to hit it straight and I have no interest in flighting the ball or working the ball right left. Right. For me, I figured if I was more than 180 yards out, I'm really just trying to hit it in the middle of the green. I'm just trying to hit it straight, and that's the, that would be, for me, I hit my six iron about 190, so it was between the six and the seven. Uh, the other thing to keep in mind is, especially if you play courses with thick rough, mm -hmm. the pro is going to cut through the rough a lot easier so then the standard will so you right. definitely want you don't want to go too short if you cut it the nine iron then you won't be able to hit it very far out of rough so that's kind of the the calculation that Your i did yeah now the lofts are different on the two so apex pro is about two degrees weaker it varies throughout the set it goes from one to three degrees weaker depending on the iron mm -hmm. uh what i did was i chose to make my long irons two degrees weak to match the pro mm -hmm. lofts because I figured at the long irons, I want to hit him high. I want a little more spin that will. And I didn't actually see any yardage changes because I was hitting him a little higher. Yeah. Uh, if you decide that you want to maximize the distance, then uh, you would want to strengthen the loft on the short irons, two degrees. So it's really just depends uh, what, if you already hit the ball really high, you can, you can basically flight the short irons. If you hit the ball, uh, low, then you want to weaken the long irons. Well, what do you guys think about this? I also play with a split set. I have a th I have a four and five Apex Pro, and then six through pitching wedge uh, muscle back. I believe the loft packages that? on those are the same, so yeah. you can Similar. play those lofts yeah. normally. Because I have um, great gapping between yeah. like like my six iron is like one eighty five to 190 and then yep. my five iron is like 200 to 205 or right. something like that so it's like yeah you're fine out there perfect. Yeah. yeah all right nice um and then he has one other follow-up question you guys is there any uh yeah is there anything else to consider when i start changing the loft on my epic driver does increasing the loft make it more draw biased good question yeah uh the way the loft sleeve works when you do adjust the loft uh, it'll be less than a half a degree, but it will slightly affect the face angle depending on how you set the club down. Uh, when you increase the loft, it'll s it less than a half a degree, but some players will say it, it shuts the face a little bit. It's really not a lot, and if that's the case, you can adjust the lie angle to offset that. Um, but typically, when you go down in loft, it might open the face or a little bit, and when you increase the loft, it might shut it a little. But it's very, very minor. Yeah, it's subtle. Yeah. Cool, mm -hmm. cool. All right, let's go to the next. Misk1600 is asking, looking to fill a spot between my 5-wood at 18 degrees and a 5-iron at 24 degrees. Is there a certain type of swinger, uh, parentheses, sweeper versus digger, or advantages, disadvantages of using a 7-wood at 21 versus a hybrid in the same loft? Oh, so that's an interesting question, right, because we offer 7-woods and hybrids all in the same loft, so how is he gonna? how is he going to pick his... His weaponry there, Steven. Yeah, I like that. Uh, again, I think it depends on the course conditions and what you're trying to achieve. Typically, the seven wood is going to launch a little bit higher uh, and be a little bit more forgiving compared to a hybrid. Uh, but our hybrids are pretty damn good. So uh, you can get the same benefits. But the difference being with the hybrid is that it might be a little bit more penetrating. Uh, but there's a lot of pros out there that actually switch out their kind of that area, that five wood area, that seven wood area. 
you know, three, four iron, five iron, kind of that little range, depending on course makeup. So if you need to hit it lower, you're obviously going to probably go with maybe a hybrid or a, a traditional long iron. Um, vice versa, if you're playing something that's maybe a little bit uh, firmer and want to kind of stop the ball a little bit quicker, you'd most likely want to get maybe a wood to throw it up in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, pros do it all the time, depending on course condition. Nate, what do you think? Yeah, so one of our top uh, female LPGA pros, uh, Michelle Wee, just went through this process. She replaced her four hybrid and five iron with a nine wood and an 11 wood. Nice. Now, Michelle Wee is tall, and she's actually pretty steep, which that actually surprises me a little. I'd say that's a little unconventional. I would say as a rule of thumb, the steeper you are, the more you tend to spin it. So you can ha- have no problem hitting the hybrid high, mm-hmm. um, but for her, she uh, she had a, she loved her seven wood and her five wood. So she said, "Why not keep it do- going?" And she basically hits those high and straight. They land soft, especially in firm conditions. She put that into play in the British Open, so it's firm there. So she wanted the ball to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say it's more of a factor of your ball flight. If you hit it low, then a wood is going to be better. If you already hit it high with tons of spin, then Go with the hybrid. Go with the hybrid. Yep. Nice, nice. Yeah, Nate likes his, or you love your seven wood. I do. Yeah, it's. I mean, oh, you I, going? I play a twenty degree fairway wood with a very short, like hybrid length shaft, and uh, it just shoots it straight up in there. Tons of spin, lands soft. It goes about two thirty for me. And and vice versa. I'm kind of a little bit different. I like to be a little more traditional in the fact that I like more hybrid looking clubs in my in my eighteen to twenty one area. Yeah. I'm actually looking to replace my hybrid right now because I'm hitting it terribly. It was the first hybrid I've ever used hi, in my whole life. High lofted fairways, man. That's the way to go. I love I it. I am going to actually try I that because it, yeah. I'm hitting my hybrid so terrible right now. Um, it's the only club in the bag I'm hitting poorly, and I never want to hit it because I'm hitting it so bad. So I'm, <laughs> I want to get it out. All right. Let's change it. You mean you just need something new. Come on. I just need something. Right. Yeah. I'm, actually, I don't, I'm actually one of the few people in our office who doesn't get constantly new clubs i mean <laughs> my bag like, hasn't uh, changed chat, like, my bag hasn't changed in, in uh since january i've had two sets of irons here the old me mbs too. and the new mbs yeah <laughs> that's me too. It. old apex new apex that's yeah it. that's yeah. it yeah. all right cool brad c brad c good friend of the callaway community remember ask your questions callawaygolf.com slash community and just go to the fitting room and ask any questions you have brad c I'm assuming the majority of fittings take place inside against the projector screen. I realize that all the data generated from inside bay is useful, but then again, you're also hitting off of mats. I would think getting fit on a range would be a far more effective way of accurately adjusting a person's clubs. Is that an incorrect statement? It's almost like a factor fiction type of thing. Mm -hmm. Is it more beneficial to hit off grass outside versus um, into a projector inside? What do you guys, what do you guys takes on that? Well, uh, I, I kind of agree to an extent where, uh, you know, I would personally like to hit and get fit outside just so from a from a player perspective, when you're seeing a shot, yeah. y- you know, you get a good visual. You, you get the full package yeah. um, doing an indoor fitting. There's nothing absolutely wrong with that, yeah. um, but it, maybe it's just a different feeling for the, the person getting fit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think both are very good, but then you just get that one added extra step when you're outside of actually seeing the ball flight. And that's probably one of the most important things but there's been plenty of effective fittings that have been done indoors that have you know greatly improved people's games so it's not the uh it's not the worst thing by any means yeah so i think that uh this is a this is kind of a trick question i think because i don't think there is a right answer i think they both have pros and cons so outdoors as steven mentioned you get to see the ball flight it's a little more realistic because you're outside you're maybe not some people might feel a little claustrophobic inside Mm -hmm. 
But at the same time, indoor fittings, you get you can get a lot more data because these rooms are very That's advanced right. with high-speed cameras. So the Callaway Performance Centers we have across the country uses a system where at impact, there's a series of like 1,000 frames per second. Mm-hmm. So you can actually see what your club face is doing through the impact. Path, yeah. The attack, the path, yep. uh, and you can actually see it. So you can see if your face angle is open, if it's closed. And then that helps explain the ball flight that you see. So not only are you seeing what the ball is doing, but you also have a deeper understanding of why that's happening. Mm-hmm. And that helps for from a fitting standpoint to be able to say, okay, this is an attribute on the club we can change. Um, you know, you might see like a ball flight where it's high to the right, and there might be three or four reasons why that is. And in some of these indoor facilities, you can immediately know exactly which of those it is and, and adjust for it. So, uh, like Steven said, especially like a driver, uh, which it's teed up anyway, I'd say it doesn't really matter. Right. Cause right. it's teed up. But if you're doing wedges, of course you want to see turf interaction and whatnot. But right. Uh, yeah, Nate, I'm not going to lie. I, I personally just don't like indoor cause I don't want to see 15 from the inside. Right. So, <laughs> so, like, so you know, some people don't want to see the data. I just don't want to see, see it. You know? And I think that was no, but that's, of, that's like yeah. a, that's a good, true point yeah. though. Some yeah. numbers don't want to see their flaws, you know, whatever. Like, um, in this case, I think it's more and of a you're more of a magician than you know making a mistake. <laughs> but, Steven, you know. did you say 15 or 50? Uh, it could be both. I, don't I, know. I think it's closer to 50 than it is 15. <laughs> right. I'm working on it. We're working on it here. That's amazing. Uh, Brad, uh, Nate, Brad actually also followed up oh. uh, with something. He he says this is not a fitting question, but who is more clutch? Uh, in a pressure situation on the 18th hole with one putt left. <laughs> oh, my uh, goodness. Me, me or you. He's trying to start a fight. He is. He's trying to start a fist fight. Um, but I am definitely more clutch on the 18th hole. I have a I have a storied history of making uh, clutch shots and clutch putts when it counts in competitions. <laughs> um, it's on. There's some YouTube stuff uh, that's linked as private. Um, I don't even have to go there and show you guys, but right, well, it, it, there's a documented history of, of, of me stepping up. I'll give you the but, 18th hole, but I'll take holes 1 through 17. A deal, so fine. You know fine. what? I'll, I'll I'll come up when it counts. You <laughs> know, fine. and you could play like you could play, play terrible the whole the rest oh, of the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And I'll yeah. play good for one all. I'm okay with that. Uh, but all right, that uh, concludes this little fitting mailbag, Stephen. Um, always a pleasure, you know, having you drop by, even though you're literally, um, I don't even know, like. Uh, 10 yards away from my desk <laughs> yeah pretty much you guys got to get me on here more often but i appreciate yeah. you uh, getting me on here and uh can't wait for the I, next one aj i forgot yeah. to tell you yeah. um the fitting room um programming schedule yeah uh mailbags are actually now monthly this is the august mailbag this is the august mailbag and you then here first we're gonna have them monthly love so, them look at that so i love that it's already happening awesome awesome yeah so go to callawaygolf.com slash community um or you know hit us up on We'd rather you go to the community, but hit us up on Twitter at Callaway Goffer, at AJ Vopel, CG, uh, Nadelman, CG. Uh, uh, Steven, what's your... Uh, Steven S underscore, underscore CG. There you go. So, yeah, you could ask us there, and we'll we'll kind of put it into the community for you. But, um, yeah, listen to past episodes. Let us know what you think. Uh, review on iTunes, because um, you never know. We could hold a contest in the future to uh, get some free equipment and everything. So, uh, thanks again for joining us, and we will catch you next time on The Fitting Room. 